0: You see, I told you I was going to keep in touch more often, didn't I? Welcome to Granny Has a Podcast, Season 1, Episode 7.5, Mama Cat Answers a Question. Hi, my name is Diana Wild, and once upon a time I used to be on the radio. And now, of course... I'm on a podcast (laughs) because it drives the kids crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that ageist? Yeah. Okay, I have owed Janine Vandenberg an answer since yesterday. And I went looking on my LinkedIn and I can't even tell if it's really Janine I'm thinking of. But Janine, this one's for you. So last time, as you'll recall, our heroine, Mm, that would be me, was on LinkedIn of a Friday afternoon and Janine had reached out to a bunch of people over a certain age saying how do you combat ageism? And I said, let me get back to you on this on Monday because something about being up to my in alligators or something, And then Monday went by, and now it's Tuesday, and I'm finally answering the question. So, you know, deadlines don't apply unless you're paying me, and this is just opinion. And my opinion is worth exactly what you think it is. The first time I discovered ageism, or the war between the generations, or whatever this BS is, I was in 6th or 7th grade at Tavon Elementary in East Phoenix, kind of close to Scottsdale. Yeah, we're going way back in the day. And our athletic field for the elementary school abutted the, ooh, I said abutted, abutted the athletic field for the high school, Arcadia High School. And when we were out on recess, sometimes we could see like, you know, high school PE classes or high schoolers walking around up there. And you know, when you're in that junior high age, that sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you know, the idea of graduating eighth grade and going on to high school, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, well, it looked like a step into godhood, or at least permission to stay up later. So anyway, I'm walking around the uh, playground one day with one of my friends, and I saw high school girls walking on the Arcadia High property, and they were dressed in full-on Marsha Brady. If you know that style, plaid mini skirt, long knitted vest, long sleeves, little, uh, little knee socks and loafers look super cute, super 70s. OMG. And I said something to my friend about, oh, look at the high school girls wearing knee socks, because I thought it was neat and it reminded me of the Brady Bunch. And you know I love the Brady Bunch song much and my friend says well yeah they have to do something to make themselves look younger fade out fade in next thing you know it's albuquerque new mexico and i'm working for this classic rock radio station And there's an upcoming promotion where the morning man gets to ride a fancy schmancy motorcycle with one of the chick listeners who will have won a contest. And I said, because I was the midday chick and I'm listening to all of this, and I, you could look it up, had better ratings than the guy did on the morning drive. And I said, awesome, when do I get to ride a motorcycle and have my picture taken and give a listener a ride and blah, 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 blah. And the program director, that's right, my boss, the program director, the program director (laughs) looks at me and he looks looks at Sam and he gets a big grin on his face as he answers without dropping a beat. 30 years ago. I was 41. I was 41. (laughs) Fade out, fade in. I had told you the other day that in brief, One of the ways I handle ageism in my own life now is I get direct. So here's the thing. If you've been listening to Granny Has a Podcast, then you know it was uh, Season 1, Episode 4, The Crowening, when it became perfectly obvious that I personally have issues with the healthcare delivery system. No, I seriously do. And who doesn't? The healthcare delivery system in the United States of America is a wreck. I do realize we have fabulous facilities and fabulous surgeons and fabulous a lot of things, but what we don't have is a delivery system that works. And I really got to know it over the course of 2022 because for the first time in my life, I had several medical needs in a row that I needed to get addressed, you know? You got your knee, you got your neck, you got your this, you got your it. Okay, so Janine, you, Ashton Applewhite, a few other people, I drew strength from things you have written and shared over the course of the last 12 months. And here's what I've done about it. In a nice, low, direct, friendly, I could record a podcast in this voice kind of tone of voice, I just plain have started telling people when they're wrong directly to their face. I'm sorry, I realize I live in the Midwest and I really should have that Minnesota nice thing down, but the Arizona cowgirl within me combined with the New York City punk rocker from the 80s in me will no longer allow it. I am over 60 and I'm going to say what is on my mind, and so when one of the members of my healthcare delivery team this summer was going to try to tell me how to log on and find my physical therapy exercises online. As God is my witness, she said something along the lines of, and see, you can scan a QR code to actually get to it. Now, what you do is a QR code is a thing that looks like this and you open your phone and you go to your NI just, honey, I wanted to scream. Part of me wanted to just sit there nicely and nod and smile until she was done. So what I did instead? What I did instead was I called upon the spirits of Betty White and Elaine Stritch to be my Avengers and assemble. And I said unto her, I know how to scan a QR code. I'm old. I'm not stupid. And she looked really offended. And I said, look, here's an idea. Why don't you ask instead of telling? Since you're in physical therapy and you're not at an athletic training camp, it's safe for me to assume that you're seeing a lot of women in my age group. So let me suggest this. The next time you're telling somebody they can access their online training program through the QR code, ask them if they're familiar With using QR codes Yeah, I did that And she was really offended And you know what else? She took it really super well And the next time we saw each other It was on a whole new level of respect And I'm not kidding And it wasn't just because of that It was because I took her advice And I did my physical therapy And I was able to come into the office Where I had been on my cane And hunched over And looking terrible At first I came into the office Walking with a good normal stride Restored very much back To my normal bill of health And then I demonstrated tree pose for her twice once on each side see how that's a that's a two-column proof as we used to say in algebra that's a balanced equation because I not only was direct with her about what I needed as an older patient in terms of respect and directness I took her medical advice and followed the program laid out for me that's right you gotta do both you gotta do both cuz see the ageism could have gone both ways I could have just smiled and nodded and waited for that person to finish what they were saying and walked out and never confronted them about the way they spoke to me and you know, popped off to some older person later over coffee or a cocktail about, would you believe what this dumb brought? And I didn't do that. I respected the young professional enough to express myself directly, but with respect for us both. Fade out, fade in, time travel, time travel. Now, you may or may not know that I do simulated patient and standardized patient gigs now and again for various uh, medical students, and I was at one of the facilities where I work, and one of the students was having a very bad day, and it just happens to us all, doesn't it? Tell you the truth, I kind of felt like the patient in the scene from Young Frankenstein where Gene Wilder is— Yeah, yeah, that. I felt like that. We were doing fine, and I wasn't going to call the person on any of their behaviors, really, because exam days are hard, until I went to sit up from a reclining position on the exam bed to a seated position on the exam bed, and the person handled me like a sack of potatoes to help me up. If they'd actually been looking, they would have seen my abdominals activate. I may be a plump granny, but you can see my abdominals activate when I go from reclining to sitting like that. It's called taking advantage of every opportunity to get in a little exercise move, right? You do a little contraction, you remember your yoga? Mmm, yes! This person didn't make eye contact with me throughout the exam, didn't address me as a whole human being, treated me kind of like a very nice lab rat, and then helped me up, helped me up forcibly and I was insulted. I was insulted because I've been doing this kind of work for over 12 years and I've never been treated um, indifferently by a student before, but also insulted because that helping you up when you know you can sit up by yourself, well that's not just ageism, that's ableism. That's ableism in a young medical professional trainee and I won't have it. This student who is I'm sure a fine person and will go on to make a fine medical professional in their own right, this person made a value judgment about me, based on appearance, that I couldn't sit up without being helped up and I could tell from the way the person was handling me by the back and the shoulder that they expected me to not be able to sit up. They expected me to not be able to sit up. I'm a trained professional out on a gig getting an hourly wage in order for these professionals in training to have a simulated experience with a live patient. Drove myself there, walked all the way from parking into the actual building where the thing took place, changed into my gown, got ready to play my part as a simulated patient, did everything fine and this student somehow didn't see any of that and just thought plump granny needed help up off the bed. So you're making a decision for me that I haven't got abdominals I don't know how to sit up. You're making a decision about me that because I've put on weight that must be due to nutrition not due to the entire change in my lifestyle brought on by my injury that you don't even know I had because it doesn't show and it doesn't affect these circumstances. So I told the student and the instructor in the moment don't assume the person can't help themselves up. Don't automatically help the senior patient up. Don't look at my face and the fact that I was born in 1958 and decide I can't locomotor, you know? I was pretty direct, all right. And the student had to talk to the instructor afterwards, and the head of the program had to talk to me. And I welcomed that because we have a great working relationship because I've been doing this for 12 years and I've never had a bad thing to say about a student experience before in my life. But this required directness because it was ableism as well as ageism. So that's what I do now, Janine. I use my inner fear of all other human beings as I have used it throughout my entire life. I use it as a motivator for me to become courageous and speak up And I have entered a time of my life where I find that the most conversation I have Is with people younger than me and with medical professionals It's... it's... It's just how it sorts out. I'm not against people being younger, and I'm not against people being medical professionals. I'm just saying, that's how it sorts out. Most of the people I talked to in the past year, in 2022, were younger medical professionals because of all the dealies right in a row I had to deal with. And they're shocked when you're direct. People aren't ready for it. But I encourage you, because the older woman gets tuned out. I think we all agree on that. I think that's part of our work against gendered ageism as a thing. So don't talk to them like you expect to be tuned out. Do yourself a favor, harness your inner Catherine Janeway from Voyager, there's always an answer in Star Trek. With tongue in cheek, I leave you, dear Janine. I really hope it was our conversation to which I am responding. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and all who otherwise identify, I'm not confused because I can't remember if it was Janine and me talking or somebody else talking because I'm old. I can't remember if it was Janine and me talking or somebody else and me talking because I am talking to so many people nowadays. I've got to learn to take better notes. Thank you for the attention. Thank you for the reach out. Thank you for asking the questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Granny Has a Podcast. To reach out, email me at grannyhasapodcast at gmail dot com. Told you I'd be in touch more often. Ooh, I said a butted.